I want to be bought by Charlemagne. But yes. No, whoa. That's the nastiest thing. That's, that's, that's the nastiest shit that's quote. ever I'm capping. I'm capping. But yeah, man. Wait, it's, I don't care. This man said he wants to be bought by Charlemagne. That's such a nasty quote, bro. <laughs> we gotta get you out gotta of take here. that out. That's you not gonna appear in the pot. Nah, it's gotta it's literally the intro. Another fucking installment of the best podcast in the motherfucking world. Unmotherfucking hurt. Nigga, my feet on point. Nigga, this whip okay. Hold on, come down, young boy. Make sure I'm straight on stage. I took the back was run. Put a hundred grand on cage. Stole all our walk out game. Fuck, nigga, don't throw no shade. I let the season up. Come back with a reason. I ain't say it was easy. Yeah, uh, I do them things in my bro, so I can't see me. I could've left them bleeding. Yeah, uh, you niggas ready to party? Y'all up for the challenge? I'm ready. Let me know some. What's the challenge? To pot, nigga. We about to pot our asses off, man. Uh, if you didn't know already, new cover art, sweet, sweetie, McFeedy. <laughs> you, nah, done this by can't, this, this can't go on. Please, this please can't go on the whole episode. What's the next oh, topic? Oh, man. New cover art by uh, At The Fugazi Artist. Uh, we really fuck with it. We hope y'all fuck with it, too. 31 episodes, and we finally got some shit of our own. So... Just just stay tuned. Uh, if you're new, go follow us on the socials. Instagram, uh, at UnheardPod. Uh, what's the Twitter events? UnheardPodcast. Can, can they find us on Twitter? Yeah. Yes, sir. You heard the man. Uh, go follow us on there. If, you, if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever, make sure you rate it. Share this shit with your friends. We going up this episode. Let's get straight into the first topic. Young boy. <laughs> Nadeska never Alexis from fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Yeah. Tonight I'm sipping on a little. Um, I got no, tonight, tonight you're on a high seat, Chance. Your guy, young boy. Mm. I hyped it up. I thought this was going to be the one. Or the two, at least. I thought this was going to be a major I, project. I knew this wasn't going to be the one. You said it was going to be top four. Young boy never broke again. You said it was going to be top four. I think it was top four. I, I ain't going to lie. This project grew on me over the weekend. <laughs> I just listened to it again. I was assembling... The metal shelf for my household, uh, single-handedly, of course. I'm quite, like, I'm quite the handyman. But um, in the background, I had Young Boy <laughs> Never Broke Again, his album Top. Uh, I was listening uh, for like my third or fourth time this weekend, Why and you know, I had to say, I had to say, I, 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 I'm putting on businessman chance uh, right now. I'm just, you know, practicing my networking and. Public speaking ability, but um, nonetheless, what, I like what are we doing? <laughs> Nigga said nonetheless. nonetheless uh, I, I, I have mixed feelings about this project. You know, um, I liked it. You know, young boy, he spits. He come through. I can appreciate the fact that he didn't really have many features outside of a Wayne feature and a Snoop Dogg feature at the end. Uh, so you got to take the good with the bad. If you like young boy. You probably like this project. If you don't, this is definitely not gonna make you change size. So I say I have mixed feelings and only shared the good feelings. What are you, what are the other what's the other side of the feeling? Please kill your favorite artist. This is why Chance is completely biased. Anything I say exactly. about Young Boy, there's no. There's I'm no not biased, man. I'm not biased. It's just a simple fact that uh, the project just. 
I don't really like when young boy just gets into that bag where he just like sound like he's mad as fuck. Like when he sound like he mad as fuck on the track. That's and not he just every go to song. Like talking. That's he just go to song. like talking instead of rapping. Like I don't feel that flavor so much. I like like young boy with. I like young boy the spitter followed by a hook. Like you know a very traditional, sounding song. Like when he go to like talking crazy and shit on the track. Sometimes it's fire. Other times it's not. And I feel like he did just a little bit too much of that on this album. Plus 21 tracks. Again, with no features, that's hard for pretty much any artist on the planet to pull out 21 straight songs, you know, with with the one feature from Lil Wayne. And Snoop, too. Out of Prime Lil Wayne at that. And then a Snoop feature at the end, which was... We gonna ask, don't say out of prime Lil Wayne like Lil Wayne's feature wasn't the best. It was moment. I mean, of it was project best moment. The Lil Wayne far. feature was hard. The Lil Wayne feature was hard. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that, but I'm just saying that to say like you know, like you can't. Lil Wayne not gonna carry your project, uh, your 21 song project for you. So, I would appreciate some more features. If not, less tracks. Uh, we could have definitely distilled this down to 13, 13 tracks, and it would have been a much better project. But that's just my opinion. VNC3, resident young boy hater. How was your listening experience? Um, I'm not a fan of this project. I think Chance sums it up when he said, uh, if you're a fan, then it's cool. But if you're not, it's not going to make you change sides. Um, listening to this project really just made me want to listen to his old music. The stuff like the four or five songs out of a thousand that I do like. Um, and just made me realize like that he is really capable of making like make no sense level records like hot now level records but it's just like i don't know if he's not making them or the fact that he's dropping 21 songs on six albums a year and they're just getting lost in the mix but it's just a whole the whole approach for me is unappealing and this was like kind of just going to this like branding thing in general but like the product can be whatever, but like if you package it right, then it's gonna sell better than if you package it like some bullshit. And I feel like Young Boy just packages his shit like bullshit. And like, I mean, you're gonna sell to, of course, to your fan base or whatever, but it's just like not attractive. I feel like to your common I listener, mean, bro, he did. He might do 140k this week, so that's, that's fine. I, I feel like Young Boy's fan base, chance included, is enabling this like mediocrity from Young Boy. It's like. Half delivery of music. I don't think like, he's, I don't think from the not you talking from the third person like you are also not a young boy fanatic. I like young but boy. He's I'm not, not running this. St- he's not running the streams up. Nah. Like I, I it's like young boy even says it on the albums like I'm hot and I'm not even trying. Like how long are his fans, you included, chance going to accept like this nigga basically like slapping all in the face with these half-ass projects and the few well, I good think songs? The, I think the half-ass rollout. I think the South, I think the South, especially, you know, that grimy South, Louisiana, is forever going to be Lord and Youngboy because he's just really representative of, you know, that 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 whole demographic. Um, okay, so if he's representing the demographic, why don't we hold him accountable and be like... Wasn't no, no, Wayne? Wasn't Wayne? Wasn't Wayne? Wasn't Wayne representative? But I'm saying he's so, he's so, like, renowned and so appreciated down there to where I don't think they'll ever go against him. Not only that. That's what I'm saying. We are, we're that's going to be his downfall. Louisiana. We know we know that have, not many people from Louisiana get the chance to blow. Young boy is one of the them. rare artists that get the chance to blow. So why are we letting him go outside like this consistently instead of but like listen to this, questions, listen to this. holding him accountable? Listen to this. I'm a, I'm, I might have an answer. All right. To that. Thanks for not I answering think, my question. 
I, I, I just said I, I, have, I might have an answer to that. I think what it is is that very rarely do you get an artist from like BR, from New Orleans that really breaks out and, you know, is, is relevant in this industry. We saw Wayne do it and the Hot Boys, but outside of that, you maybe have Boosie, who is more known for his internet antics, if you will, uh, as opposed to... His music, even though he does have "Wipe Me Down" and a few other hits, you're naming you're naming uh, you're naming you're some prominent people. Except answering the question. Listen, listen. Let, let me get to that. Let me get to that. Uh, so outside of that, I mean, Young Boy, I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think he's supposed to be this big. If, if I'm if if I may say that, at least not at this point with just his Stop style it. of music, Stop how it. raw Stop his it. music That's is. That's a cop out. I don't, he's Stop not supposed it. to be this big. Young Boy but, has been anointed as the one since like 2016. 2016. By who by, by you, Louisiana. by you, but but Louisiana is only a small part of okay. Louisiana and has managed to burst past the Louisiana demographic and go to a worldwide stage, and now he's still like giving it half ass. I just think he needs to evolve, uh, try new things. I think he's just gotten too comfortable. Comfort. I fucking hate saying that word. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, I think he just needs to really just kind of break out his comfort zone and do something new. Uh, I thought AI Youngboy 2 was a really good, like, I thought that showed that he could. Because I think that project, that project came out last year, right? Yeah. And that but was... it's still been like five that was projects quite easily, in between. That was quite easily like one of my favorite projects of the year. But again, he's kind of reverted back to just this mediocrity and this just kind of safe or you know just not just not really expanding or working with different producers like he's just work he works with the same producers he works with you know he, he doesn't really work with many artists outside of the usual the quando rondos of the world so but i think he just needs to he just needs to do more so well, you're right okay. we should hold him to we this should, is bullshit we should, this is complete bullshit this is fucking bullshit there's no way that any other bro, I saw a stat that since 2016, something like that, he's put out 13 projects. And there's no way that any other artist is gonna get away with putting out one or two really solid projects out of 13 in a four year span. And still in year four, we're saying that's like us saying to Trump, like we still we still have to give him time to see like if he can turn it around and be a good president. It's like, bro, it's been four years. We can't just keep saying like, oh, he has to evolve. We have to see him evolve. For sure, he's young. I'll give him that. But at the same time, it's not like he's taking his time with music. He's unloading the clip, dropping a thousand songs. So like, I just feel like uh, all the young boy rhetoric around him, especially from his fans, that shit just sounds like such a cop out. Like, bro. If people can just admit that he's not the one or that he's not even he's not the one yet or that is looking very quiet for him because the sales are there. He sold 140K. I didn't see anybody talking about this album. I don't know if that was my timeline. I don't know if it was my IG feed or what. I didn't That's see what any. I'm saying. He's so deeply rooted in the South to where you're not going to get. Young boy hasn't even really scratched the surface of how big he can really get. That's, that's actually that my, that's my like, question. Do we know ahead. who do we know who Young Boy is as an artist? Because he is only like twenty one, but the nigga has over twelve projects, which is more than most people have in their whole career. That's what I'm so saying. Like, do we know who he is as an artist, or is there like I personally don't like as much as I like Young Boy, I'm not dumb. Like if you give me thirteen projects, I know who you are as an artist. Like. 
I don't see some crazy evolution coming. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to count them out. I'm not going to count them out. Because you know me, I'm on the side of the artist. I'm never going to count them out. It's just looking very, very, very quiet. And it's looking quieter and quieter by the day. Because nothing's really popping. Like, make no sense. That shit is crazy. And since day one, one of the first episodes, I was saying that I think he should have just ridden off of the hype from AI Youngboy too. I think he dropped that next project a little too quick. And I think just with every one that drops and a song doesn't catch on, like, I think he's looking for something to catch. And because nothing's really catching, I think his time in the limelight is just kind of dwindling slowly but no, surely. I'm, I'm, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say this. I think young boy needs a change of scenery. And I think he really needs to start working with some other artists and getting introduced to some, some other artists and some other producers that could really challenge him to change his sound, to make different types of music, to make different types of songs, to talk about different things because the talent is clearly there. But just, I, I know this for a fact, like, for instance, I'm gonna give you this. Wayne literally said, right, before he moved to Miami, that why why his music really changed, like why the sound. From the Carter, I'm gonna say from like the Carter one to the Carter two, but especially the Carter two to the Carter three, you can clearly hear a difference in just the sound and the flavor and the way Wayne is really making his music. The, the, the subject matter he's talking about, the different artists he's working with. But when he moves to Miami, right? And now he's kind of almost industry, right? You get you get a lot of different inputs. You get exposed to working with a lot of different producers. And Vance, you should know of of, of all people that that matters. Like, so is while, he not in L.A.? All those pictures. While, is he not in L.A. or is he still in Baton Rouge? I don't think. Like, I think. When have you ever seen Young Boy like posted up? Like, he he's reclusive. Like, when have you seen Young Boy posted up with any other celebrity? Is he even family? legally allowed to leave the state of Louisiana? I won't touch on Young Boy's legal. Activity. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah I just I have no clue, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's hurting him. Like regard, like that's the thing. I'm not blaming necessarily everything on him, but it's like, damn, bro, like this shit is not looking good for you. And you've been in a position of prominence for the last three or four years. You know, it's not like you're falling off and you're you're having to keep up with your freshman year and you're avoiding a sophomore slump. Like no, like. This is the time to level up, evolve, and like I've said, I don't want to keep comparing him to Baby or whatever. But like we've seen these evolutions from these other artists, I think, especially but, within the last one or two years. But we already had this conversation, which which just goes to serve my point in saying that Baby has been, he's had the privilege, right, to be exposed, to have exposure in the industry, to work with a wide variety of privilege, artists, but and uh, across different genres. Young boy just quite frankly has not done that. He's worked with a handful of artists through his entire career. Maybe Young Thug, Future, I guess Snoop Dogg, Wayne, and then like the usuals, Quando Rondo. Like he's worked with like probably six, seven, eight total artists throughout his whole career. But at this you point know, in Young Boy's career, you can't really use that excuse anymore. You gotta assume that Young Boy could work with any he artist to Atlantic. if he wanted to. Like he's he can and he should, but I'm saying maybe he's unwilling. So you can't use that excuse anymore if he's just unwilling to do it. You're making it sound like he has no team, like he's not signed to the biggest promotion label in, in hip-hop. Like, he's I mean, there. And he's definitely making a lot of money for the label because he's going stupid on his sales. It's just like, how long are we going to keep making the excuses for young boy until we start saying shit like we talk about Travis every week? In terms of he's falling off, 
he's giving us nothing new. Like, I'm not trying to hate on the dude, but I don't see anything special about him at this point. Like Taj said, we're 13 projects in. Like, I think he's still the chosen one, y'all. And I'm going to stick by him, you know? I hope he's I'm glad. But I think he's the chosen one. I hope he starts to prove it. And this is the last of the mediocre project run from him. But there was another project. This one didn't get talked about much at all. Because for whatever reason, their whole group just doesn't get the limelight they deserve. But Conway the Machine dropped from King to a God. Vance, you're the Griselda guy of this podcast. How'd you feel about it? Um, Phenomenal. 10 out of 10. Um, That shit was just... It was a great first listen. I cleaned my room listening to it. Um, that's usually a really bold hit or miss situation for me because if I don't like it, I'm gonna just be in a bad mood. It's gonna feel like chores, but I had a good experience. So, um, added the song, gave it some more listens. Realized that like, cause at first I'm listening for beats, you know, it's just like I can't, I can't control it. So then I listen through again. I'm really listening to what he's saying, and it's just like a lot of deeper shit than I think I've heard maybe any of the Griselda members talk about. Um. So the the subject matter was just like it was kind of overwhelming at first just because he gets like sports references and then he talks about like serving dope and then like also like being in prison and shit. It's just like a lot of different things and then like social justice bars and 6ix9ine. It's just like a lot going on. So um I don't know, I thought it just felt really complete, real complete album and uh definitely in my top 5 for the year. I want to go back and look through the episodes to see how many albums we've each put in like our top five. Probably have like ten albums in our top five, but no, this is my undisputed in my top, in five top five rap albums. Top. This is a top five rap album of the year, easy. I think so. Uh, like that was the question I had. I think it was yeah, Bodie James and the Versace tapes, and I asked y'all like, how long can Griselda get away with like these coke bars? Like, how long until we want more? And then fucking Conway just shattered my whole question. <laughs> like, this is this is exactly what I wanted. The progression I wanted from Griselda. Like, we know you guys mastered Coke bars and Coke flips and shit. But, like, I was not expecting Conway to give me the best fucking social justice verse of the year. Like, I wasn't expecting Conway to rap about his family. Like, I wasn't expecting that type of shit. And it was exactly what you would expect from one of the best rappers rapping about some of the best subjects. It was just the fire project. Yeah, he's definitely Conway. Definitely, uh, depending on the day, my favorite out of the group. Even though Benny, like I'm, I'm gonna give it to Benny, but Conway is like one A, and then Con- Westside Guns like two. But he's still hard. He's just not my favorite. But um, yeah, man, uh, this project was hard. Um. But that's also, that's the usual. That's that's the usual for Griselda. So I don't know why more niggas don't go to the days to days low for features. That no, Dej that Lo was feature that was shit. crazy. <laughs> it was literally insane. Like the way they whoever mixed her vocals. Like I've never. <laughs> it was really overwhelming. Like I was just <laughs> so happy with the project. Like wow, her vocals sound nuts. And then said, Conway was singing too. Yeah, yeah. I like that Freddie Gibbs record a lot. Um, I love it when the artists do the little trade-off thing with the features, you know, like Conway had the beautiful feature on Freddie Gibbs album on uh, Babies and Fools, where he was rapping about a lot of real shit there too, like his family and stuff. It really should have been a hint that his album was going to be fire. Um, I mean, 
They say you are a summation of the five people you, you surround yourselves with. These are all the goats of rapping right now. They 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 the coldest in the game, in my opinion. Uh, this is true. Just as far as like that pure rap hip hop goes. If we want to talk about artistry, that's a whole nother conversation. But rap, these are the go to niggas right now for sure, for sure. I think that's the craziest part about it all though, because like these are the go to niggas. And if you include like Griselda and then you include like Freddie Gibbs, the highest selling project, these are all like top five projects, rap projects of the year. But the highest selling one is thirty thousand. And like that's the whole like background from the Freddie Gibbs and Academics beef was like Academics calling him irrelevant for selling thirty thousand, but at the same time, he just dropped one of the best projects of the year, and like I just wrote, I wrote about that in my column for the the Daily Trojan. I was like, Freddie Gibbs has arguably three rap classics under his belt, but you can't really consider him a star because he doesn't sell and he doesn't reach that many places. Mm-hmm. Like, is it even capable to be like? You have this Griselda quality rap, but yet you never become a star. Just because you never reach the amount of people needed to become a star. Well, I think hopefully, I think best case scenario is that these rapidy rap dudes like Griselda, Freddie Gibbs, build their way into, um, and I don't mean to say that with a derogatory term, derogatory tone, <laughs> connotation. But anyway, I think they move so far into the mainstream to where academics can't really um, avoid them anymore or to where it's just so in the limelight that it's like if you're to say anything about them your your integrity and opinion is just going to be invalidated already more than it's some somehow more than it already is um so like i feel like and i feel like a lot of people know that that like if academics wants to call freddie gibbs like whack or a flop or whatever like he can but like it's only a hit to his integrity like to his intelligence you know I mean, but we all know what 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 his exactly like. exactly. So, I mean, exactly. It, it just comes back to the question of you know who's listening to hip hop, who is making who is making the rules. Do I care that? Uh, do I really give a fuck that? I'm not no shot, but do I give a fuck that Juice World is the is the highest selling artist? Like that that doesn't tell the whole story. Uh, that was a bad example because Juice World is great, but you know what I mean, like. It's just a matter of, of 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 who the music appeals to and coke rap, niggas niggas rapping about some real shit that ninety five percent of the audience ain't never or ninety five percent of the potential demographic or ninety eight or ninety nine percent of the of the hip hop demographic. <laughs> niggas are really trying to get this percentage precise. <laughs> <laughs> can't even you know closely relate to. We all know uh, who's dictating hip hop and who. Who, who has the most, I guess, pull and say as far as listening goes. We see it with Travis Scott. We all know what his fan base looks like. That's why he gets the McDonald's deals. You feel me? Like, that's why he gets that because, come on, huh? You're not going to be oblivious. So do we think uh, Griselda, do we think Griselda has more in store for the year? Because as Taj, you mentioned in the chat that uh, they probably have three a, a I mean, solid three of the project. top five projects of the year between Boldy. Um, I'm, I'm assuming between Boldy, Versace tape, and, and this project. Uh, no, not Versace no, tape. Crazy. Boldy, no, not Versace Boldy, tape. Sorry. Trying to pray for Paris. Yeah, yeah. Pray for Paris. That's it. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. there's a song on there called Versace. That's why. Yeah. 
Uh, I think Benny's Benny the Butcher is coming with um Boy Wonder. He, they have a project coming. Ooh. I think that one's probably going to be. I think that one's going to be the other Boy one that submits the top five. And Griselda will probably end the year with four of the top five rap albums, which is going to be fucking crazy. If one group has four of the top five, the Warriors the part, they're going to have the four All Stars. <laughs> Jeez, the crazy nah, part about the this Warriors thing they more like is, they more like the Spurs. Like they the just system. keep winning, but niggas don't give them their pro- It's the system, right? Niggas ain't gonna give them the credit because they ain't flashy. And they've got, like, Van Sweet, they've got fucking Popovich and Eminem. And the crazy part is, Eminem isn't even shouting them out on socials, which will be, like, a huge boost. Like, these niggas are selling, like, 10,000. <laughs> uh, Eminem shout out doubles that, like, that easy. Like, wait, that's Eminem, crazy part to uh, me. Eminem is in their camp, or he, like, sponsors them? Not sponsors, he, but. They're signed to Gris- Griselda, is signed to. Um, well, yeah, Westside and Westside and Conway are signed to Shady Records. Benny the Butcher has his own solo venture with like, uh, like Griselda. I can't. What's his? Sh- I can't remember what his shit is. Called. Black Soprano Family. It's like his own little yeah. label. Um, but Westside and uh, Conway are signed to Eminem. Um, but I think Griselda, as the group, is signed to Eminem too. Regardless, they're part of Shady Records, and Eminem has really done nothing to promote this album. Um, which is insane. But, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure our listeners probably don't even know what a Griselda is. So I'll play an unheard artist. This is um off the Conway project. This is, I thought, I think this is probably the verse of the year. This is from Frontline. Got a young side, doing 40 flat. My nigga took his time like a G and that's a fact. Always in good spirits when he hit me on the jack. Why you so-called real niggas celebrating rats? Going on YouTube, running up these niggas' views. Can't be on both sides, my nigga, you gotta choose. Niggas try to justify the shit in all his interviews. And the niggas in the comments say they would've did it too. I just seen a video on the news, I couldn't Believe. Another racist cop kill a nigga and get the lead He screaming I can't breathe, cop ignoring all his pleas Hands in his pocket, leaning on his neck with his knees Cracker invent the laws, that's why the system is flawed Cops killing black people on camera and don't get charged We ain't taking no more, we ain't just pressing record Can't watch you kill my brother, you won't have to kill us all Just cause he from the ghetto, that don't mean he's selling crack He driving home from work, you pull him over cause he black Think he gang banging cause he got dressed in a few tats He reached for his ID Think he reaching for a strap He get out with his hands up And he still getting clapped What if he try to run You just gonna shoot him in his back What if it was my son I wonder how I'm gonna react I bet I'm finna run up In this precinct with this Mac BNC3 How does it feel Watching your hero Take on the industry Man Are you, man, are you torn? Man. No I really got, feel on like On one side you got the industry Which is like me. Your being, that's you. <laughs> then on the other side, you got Kanye West. This is like your guy. Ah, uh, so I feel like right now I'm like you know, um, you know Venom, like Spider Man. Like <laughs> half of me is just like the black Spider Man, like taking over. I'm like, fuck, like industry is taking over. But at the same time, you know, my youthful Peter Parker, Kanye West fan, Spider Man is inside, and it's just like that's who I'm rooting for at this point. Um. Because the thing I like about Ye is, as I hate this crazy word or whatever, but as crazy as people want to say or whatever, like he's been preaching a lot of the shit um, for a while. Uh, if you look at like All Falls Down, he's rapping about um, commercialism and just a bunch of stuff like that. Ownership, owning your masters, labels, owning 
uh, artists and stuff like that. So I think his Twitter rant today is very in tune on brand. Um, For those who have no clue what Vance is talking about and probably have Kanye West muted, um, number one, good job. And number two, um, I read the tweets. These are some of the main important, like most coherent ones. It goes, contracts in all industries need to be simplified now. Complicated contracts are how businesses, dash music companies, and sports take advantage of talent. We will expose these contracts. In the streaming world, master ownership is everything. That is the bulk of the income. In COVID, artists need our masters. It's more important than ever before. The artists deserve to own our own masters. Artists are starving without tours. Then the last one, he said, when you sign a music deal, you sign away your rights. Without the masters, you can't do anything with your own music. Someone else controls where it's played and when it's played. Artists have nothing except the fame, touring, and merch. That's Which is right six there. Deal, you don't even have all touring and merch. This nigga not dropping no gems, nigga. We know this already. Anybody with common sense know this motherfucking shit. I, I of course companies, of course companies write fucking complicated contracts that the regular fucking human being can't understand. Of course they're gonna do that, dumbass. That's why you get a lawyer. But no, right? but see, that's the, of that's, course. That's the, that's the, no, that's the chance. harmful <laughs> argument that niggas just Ch- throw around. LLC Twitter chance. Exactly, American <laughs> businessman. Chance. American businessman. Okay. I think he has your solved. <laughs> Don't niggas forget just that. The music, the niggas just solved the corruption American in the music industry in five seconds. <laughs> he said, "Get a lawyer." <laughs> <laughs> solved by chance. I, you know, I'm being facetious, but on a serious note, like he didn't say anything. Like, owning your masters, everything. Yes, nigga. Like, every fucking well, hip no. head ever has preached this. Like, we know. I, I'm going to clear this up, though, because a lot of these niggas rap and talk about this ownership shit on Twitter. And I don't think they realize that, like, Drake doesn't own. Like, if somebody wants to put Drake's song on My Little Pony, he doesn't. They can ask him. It would be the right thing to do. But they don't have to go to him for any of that. They don't. He does. They don't have to go to him for his permission on what where he places his songs. But they like pay that. him handsomely. They play. And, they and, pay. And, but it's still it's still pennies. Like and and it's like at that point, what's the what's the what's the point if they're gonna change the rates and they can pay you what you want, especially if they don't even pay you unless you come and ask for the money. You know, like you might have to come and ask. Yo, what's my my sync royalties looking like, oh, sorry, we've been stacking those up for the last two years. Here's an extra Industry 25K. Vans, dropping gems. Just saying. Sync royals. Is... Sync royals. That's the... Uh, what is it? What is, what is that's that's sync the word royalty? of the day. Sync royals. Can we get a definition? Uh, Official sync, definition? Sync, so a sync royalty is whenever no. your song <laughs> is uh, matched up along with any visual, like a movie or a television trailer, um, the... Television company brand whatever will pay for a sync license, which is a one-time payment to the uh, record label for use of that song. Like I said, say My Little Pony wants to have um, Drake landed off the Dark Lane demo tapes. They want to make that their intro song. They would just pay a one-time sync blanket license fee to Drake's record label. And the record label will keep up the majority of that, whatever they want to get paid. And then the other bit would just go to Drake. Come on, man. And then his shit's on My Little Pony. Name, name another podcast. of definition. Name another podcast Courtesy that's giving music definitions industry like Vance. Vance. Courtesy of Industry Vance. Thanks, Industry Vance. <laughs> that's oh, how the commercial would go. <laughs> Nigga on a billboard. Do you need industry advice? 
But Talk yeah. To me. Industry vents. Forget these jokes, man. <laughs> so I thought what was interesting, Kanye brought up his favorite. He said, please get me Drake. J. Cole. Did he mention somebody else? He, he said, said, get he us. Said, I got J. Cole number waiting for Kendrick and Drake. And Kendrick. He wants to get them in a room to talk. And basically, I think what this is sounding like, I don't even know if Kanye realizes what, this is what it sounds like, but it sounds like he wants to just unionize. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like he just wants to form the first artist union. I thought like we said this. For artists to get paid. A few episodes ago. I, I think we yeah, said we this. Yeah, we said this episodes ago. We did say Listen, artists need a union. Unheard, man. We are unlike any other pod on earth, man. We are bringing y'all gems. We are dropping knowledge. And bring it, we predicting the motherfucking future on motherfucking her. If you don't like this motherfucking podcast right now and send <laughs> this to all your contacts, you are doing yourself a huge disservice, man. Like and share this Such podcast. aggressive advertising. Because is over here predicting. <laughs> yeah, I know, this is like guerrilla marketing times a trillion. You like. feel me? This, we predicting the motherfucking future on unheard. Like this shit up, man. I, I don't know. Um, I, I support Kanye. On. And I think if any. Do you think he's capable? That's I think if any artist was to do it, it would be Kanye just because of the capital he has. Like he's very rich, he can like get into certain rooms. But I don't think it's gonna work for a couple reasons. One, like your judgment get clouded when you cloud it. I don't even what was how that reference even fit into what I was saying. <laughs> Cause it did. This man just randomly blurred out print lyrics. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna work for a couple reasons. One, because like. The masses have, like, already kind of cast Kanye as, like, crazy. And once people cast you as crazy, they, like, can control, like, dispel your whole narrative. And what Kanye's fighting for is pretty important. And another thing is, like, I think Kanye's being a little too transparent in how he's moving. Like, bro, you're trying to undo something that's, like, a century-old robbery against black people. He's fucking taking it to Twitter. Like You're literally tweeting your legal team's, like, tactics. Like, his lawyer sent them, like, we can go ahead and, like, fight them from this angle. And Kanye tweeted the screenshot of the text. Like, bro, <laughs> now you guys cannot do that angle anymore. <laughs> no, that, no, they're reading. They're looking at the film. Defense said oh, back. Uh, yeah, this nigga's terrible. They got to take away his phone. But it's a good I fight. I feel like uh, just, just to add on real quick, I feel like, too, um, some more little industry shit. I don't know if you, people know, but Taylor Swift... Um, was in a fight um, to own, own some of her masters a couple years ago, which are still owned now by Scooter Braun, who's a former manager of Kanye, Justin Bieber, Scooter Braun got Taylor Swift masters? He's, he's loaded. W! No, listen, That's listen. That's why that no, nigga listen. loaded. So I'm listen. like, JB ain't getting you this type of money, <laughs> nigga. So listen, um, I see, I'm convinced. I'm also convinced that Kanye's screenshot was with Scooter. Because the screenshot said if Taylor's masters were worth $300 million, I don't even know how much yours would be. And that's the reason I think this won't go through. I think the label can argue that Kanye, you're Kanye. You're this huge artist that you think you are, this Isn't egomaniac. $400 million. You're, you're invaluable. Like, your masters. Like, how do you quantify what Kanye's masters are worth? Like, stronger, power, heartless, runaway? Those songs are going to be around forever. So how do you even... You put them at don't a billion? Do, do you place them at don't, a billion? Don't cap. Don't cap, Vince. We know you love Ye, but don't cap. No. We, we have just... artists before that have, that have like, you know, more... Even even artists that are not as clouded as Ye, that probably, their masters are probably worth more. No, for sure. But I'm just saying. I don't, in terms I don't of, think that's true. 
Just because, like... I'm saying in terms of what? an art... He has so many albums. He has, like, nine or... Nine really, really solid, high-selling albums. Mercy. Like, Mercy is still used in movies and shit. Yeah, like, if you go That's with, like, be... just off talent, like, his shit would be, like, worth a lot. But also, if you go off, like, ego, like... He's a producer. I'm going off... No, I'm going off numbers. No, if you... Not the talent. Of course, the okay, talent Okay, if you go off numbers, too, but, like, this is Kanye West. So, they're... This isn't, like, some, like... The fans are saying this is how much it's probably worth. This is a label and Kanye West. And the label is going to throw Kanye some crazy number. And Kanye's ego is going to be like, damn, that's probably low to me. Like, they could throw Kanye 500 million. And he's probably like, nah, my master's worth 600 million. Like, so the label can throw out some crazy ass number to Kanye just because of like his own ego. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If he. Now, that would be some game-changing shit if he somehow finds a way to... If he buys for, for like, 800, close to a billion for his entire Masters catalog, that would be some real different shit. Because nobody else has even close to the capital to acquire that from the label. Um, And what's funny is I'm sure the label will fight it to the death in terms of saying, Kanye, we'll just give you a larger percentage. We'll give you a larger percentage. We'll give you a larger percentage. Rather than just let them buy it out. Because that's what a lot of the labels do. If somebody doesn't have the money, or if they don't really have the money to want to pay somebody, they'll just say, how about you just get a larger percentage of what we're both making money off of, and we'll just give you some of our share, since we don't have the straight capital. Or we don't want the straight capital. But Industry, Vance, you need to go to law school, nigga. This is like three weeks of my introduction to music industry class. <laughs> this is nothing special. But, but I'm but listen, they gonna bash on me, a young black entrepreneur, for being an American businessman. You hear me? But I'm 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 not gonna make this about me. Uh let's get a round of applause for industry vans. Who I'm about to say who's doing the clapping? <laughs> Nobody's clapping. Me, we need we need to get the uh the sound the sound. The play a sound box. So do y'all think what's his name? Uh do you guys think they'll come out of their uh their hibernation, J. Cole, Kendrick, Drake Fuck to, no. to work Kendrick, with the, with, to work with the Mad Men. Drake Drake might sneak this him, but that's that's the, that's about as far as it'll go. I think J. Cole might reach out because J. Cole be on that like peacemaking shit. He said he wanted so. an apology from J. Cole too for false prophets. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, Cole ain't apologizing for that. But he might. Who knows? Yeah, I don't... I That's Taj's guy. I actually remember... No, I remember Taj when that dropped. And Kanye did the same thing. Taj like, winning. I want an apology. And they actually got on the phone. Like, I remember them posting, like, screenshots of their phone log. Call log. Oh, so yeah. I don't know if an apology happened, but Kanye's still been bitter about that four years later. It's crazy. <laughs> like, that song... Nobody was even thinking about that song. <laughs> nobody. Nobody. Um... Let's get an unheard artist on this bad boy, and then we get uh, we can get on to our, our latter half of the topics. Uh, this is gonna be me. This song, me, man. I'm gonna play some Rob Banks, uh, Transporter. Set. These niggas mad, I made their daughter a mama. I took off the condom and sold it in Zara. I painted her face on my name and my scar. Gucci my collar, I'm a Gucci mom. I like the bitches that's ready and willing. Go to LA Fitness and New York Minute. They eating the set if the game let me in. That be your favorite rapper, get punching this shit. I ain't taking no picture, tell that free Smitty out the penitentiary. I scoop in the bay. Soft in my neck, somebody come get me. I ain't wanna start dripping, so I made a lick me. Fuck nigga, watching my pockets. I'm bleaching my robins, they shots in my hockey. All equipment came, my newest hobby. When I snatch a call a smart as a color deficient individual, I really like Baby Kim's announcement of grayscale. The little grayscale image. Color deficient. This nigga you said grayscale. 
<laughs> you colorblind, bro? How you colorblind and know the word grayscale? What does color deficient mean? What the hell you is can't that really mean? tell the difference between certain colors. But that wasn't the point. Isn't that colorblind? Well, you, that's not colorblind. So you colorblind? That's not colorblind. You partly colorblind? Colors. That's the difference Is that a form of colorblindness? I guess. Damn, Taj, I never knew that, Taj, money. So how I look? What color am I? <laughs> so yeah, about um, I'm pretty excited for Baby King. But that was my this was my question that I had. I actually had this question like last week, uh, but I never asked it. I was thinking about if I had to bet on like one young nigga to really like take off and like I would bet my life on it. And I was thinking in my mind like your life. Yeah, I was thinking in my mind like Baby King would be the nigga that I bet on. Like he's I, he's that special to me. Only Taj Money would be in like sitting in his desk like leaning back like. Nigga, if I had to bet my life on one nigga to blow up and rap, I've been thinking about that too, though. Like, who's our next Drake? Or who has the <laughs> best <laughs> chance to be our next Drake? You niggas got me weak, man. I don't know. You just I'm told us four. You just told us four minutes ago that Young Boy's the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, stop, nigga. Stop, nigga. <laughs> this man going in on me, bro. Anyway, this nigga funny. But yeah, you think he has that potential, Taj? Yeah, I would bet on Baby Kim to be the, like I'm a hundred percent certain he's gonna blow up. Um, I don't know many other artists that I can say that about. Like I'm a hundred percent certain, but Baby Kim is that one for me. I I think he's there. The music, I just feel like his image isn't like. When I watched the orange soda video, it had no sauce to it, you know? Like, I was expecting something real saucy. He's just, at least so far, maybe he's just saving it. He's on some Kendrick weird TDE shit, but, like, the personality just seemed kind of bland to me. And, you know, the music is so outgoing and extravagant that it's like you would expect the personality to be, like, just something completely different, you know? Um I mean, for most artists, 99% of artists, yes. But I think there's that 1% where, like, having this, like, ominous figure, like, it benefits them. Like, Playboy Cardi, we talk about him. This nigga, he posted a picture on his birthday and started trending. <laughs> like, whole lot of red's coming. He's got red hair now. Like, Playboy Cardi can post a picture every four months and people go crazy. Frank Ocean on fucking Tumblr. Frank Ocean, but even before Cardi had that cult following, he had a cult following. Like, that's true. I think Baby Kim can get to that point. I don't know why he hasn't yet, since his last project was so great. But I think he has the import, the most important like aspects. Like this nigga's cousin is Kendrick Lamar, and he's got Drake commenting <laughs> stars under his fucking project announcement. Like he's got the backing. Like I just feel like with the um. With the content of his music, I know it is somewhat similar to Cardi, but I just feel like it's so, and this is, I don't want to, this to sound derogatory again towards Keem, but it's so like, almost like college performance, brand heavy, you know? Like, I go to colleges, I perform this music, baby Keem just humble a model, like all that stuff. Like, you would expect that to like, you see him performing a lot, you see his face a lot, I don't know. Do you see what I'm saying? The music just sounds kind of poppier than a lot of stuff. Like Kendrick's music, I can see why he would be ominous, you know? It's a little bit deeper. But Baby Keem, it's literally in your face. Like, everything is in your face except for, like, him, which I just think is interesting. Um, I think that's why I'm most excited for this two-pack is because, like, Keem is... I forgot what interview he said it in, but he said, like, 
I've never tried to make like a full album, like a full. I just make songs that I would think that would go crazy. Like he's never tried to make anything with meaning, is what he basically said. So if this is like lead up to a project, like an album, not like a mixtape or just some like collection of songs, then I'm excited. Because I think Keem is like, like we say young boy is the chosen one of Louisiana. I think like Keem is like the chosen one of music in general. Like oh he's that creative. Oh my God, bro. Jeez. He's that creative with like everything that's Have going you heard? On. I've heard Keem first project. Have you heard Die From My Bitch? I heard Keem first project. I don't know if I had this crazy take. I definitely fuck with dude. He's definitely talented. Maybe I ain't hearing what y'all hearing. I think maybe, it's just very easily digestible. Maybe I gotta, I gotta, um, I gotta run his shit back. Cause the way y'all talking about this nigga, like, damn, the chosen one, nigga, like that's heavy. I think if you if you're somebody also, that like brings something new to a genre, then I'm gonna fuck with you heavy. Like, if I had to pick a woman artist, I would pick Tierra Watt, cause like she just brings like new creative ass shit. So I'm gonna just bet on the creative, the most creative person in the field. And of the youngest young people, that's Baby King. So I'm betting on Baby King. Interesting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's... Um, do we want to talk about, just briefly, 2K and United Masters linking up to find new talent for, I guess, their upcoming 2K game soundtracks? I think Todd... I think... I think Taj worked this deal, actually. I, I, um, I, he was playing 2K, and he was just tired of hearing all these royalty-free um, YouTube beats while he was in the rec center. And he was like, yo, I think we need to just get Youngboy on here immediately. Youngboy actually is on 2K21. This is, this is, this is an interesting him. business Look at Taj model, working. Like, 2K, I mean, this is a win for 2K because... Um, so what's the deal exactly? Like, can you drop an album on 2K? Chance American businessman. You, can you can you drop an album on? T- I, I doubt that they probably like are gonna just like for their soundtracks. You know they get the game soundtracks. They'll probably just build. They're probably gonna handpick songs of people working with United Masters, like a joint venture deal. Joint venture. Uh, we can explain that in a future episode. But this is a joint venture between two. Spend don't know what the you don't know what joint venture. <laughs> I don't know what a joint venture. Is. <laughs> this is a joint venture. He didn't get to that part, this, of course. <laughs> These niggas, you know what, bro? This is a joint. I know that lectures on Monday. I know the joint venture. This is a joint venture between 2K and United Masters. 2K is essentially working with United Masters to get talent off their roster and use it in their game. Uh, they'll probably both profit off some of the royalties. Uh, but this is also a win for art uh, for for artists too because you get that exposure, which is also important on 2K. I can't tell you how many times I've heard like the most random fucking. <laughs> Artists, because I'm on Madden all day, right? And then I'm singing that shit all day long. I don't even know who made this shit, but I'm singing that shit. Um, but yeah, so this I, I thought this was a pretty big deal. I think it's a win-win for everybody involved. Like artists get, you know, I hope we don't know the exact details of the deal, but I guess they get paid and they get to get featured in 2K. 2K gets to get talent and probably pay it, pay a cheaper price than they would to the record labels who are probably charging them an arm and a leg. And United Masters gets to just grow their brand and grow, um, you know, just their name in the industry. So, win, win, win. I don't think it's that big of a win. I don't know one nigga who is like. Well, I don't know no niggas who on it. Like, in play theory, that song in off theory, 2K. It's a win. In theory, it sounds like a win. I don't think it's a crazy win, but it's something. I mean, I think Half like nobody. Games end up being annoying to me. So I feel like if you're an artist, I would be pretty. Likewise. Mad. 
I wouldn't be. You'd I be mad if your game take was the in top 2K? Or the top, I think they're just going to take Like half the songs on video games just end up being annoying to the person listening after a while. But it so don't matter. Like, that don't mean you can't enjoy other songs they make. But the niggas who don't know who that artist is, like, you just got put on. Like, 2K has a wide reach. How many people are... What? What's the last artist you found off a of video game? Nigga, <laughs> I was listening to this song, Going Big, off uh, Madden. I don't remember who that bitch was by, but I heard that bitch plenty of times. <laughs> exactly. So, if I'm at, like, Chipotle and fucking Going Big, I was on, like... <laughs> 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 Chipotle <laughs> That does nothing for the artist. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, fuck sitting alone. I'm about to jump on the table and give a whole performance of going big because that's how many times I heard it busting niggas' ass on Madden. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm also a great, I'm also a great more. Madden player. So, uh, you don't want no smoke with me. Okay, fuck. Okay, regardless. More quick news. Audio Mac streaming service, smaller streaming service, announced a straight buyout of DJ Booth, which is a prominent music journalism publication. Uh, Taj, I want to know what you think of a record streaming company. So remind you, Audio Mac had a joint venture, hate this fucking term, entering our podcast, like we're a venture capitalist podcast or something, but they, um, they had a venture with Warner Music to start a label. So the streaming service was already in bed with the label. And then today they bought DJ Booth, so now they're That's a streaming service, a label, and a publication. Yeah, I'm pretty. That's scary, like, because as a <laughs> fan of music, DJ Booth is like one of the few like outlets that's like they give like Goated. legit, like in depth, super great music shit. And now that they're like very visibly vertically integrated with. Both a streaming platform and a music label, you can see that how it's like it is not like you don't need a degree to see how some bias can now come into their reporting. Or I mean, like, but do you think they let certain artists get favored? But 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 I saw some people saying that this could be a positive. How so? Saying that almost now that they have, I mean, like obviously they'll get exclusives uh, or some shit, but. They'll get not even just exclusives. It was just more like that they have their biggest critics like in house in regard of like they like a label can't like you can't continue. You can't fucking artist over it like that. Like, I think they're just saying that the journalism aspect will contribute to a healthier family kumbaya environment at the label slash streaming service. Okay. Again, this is all PR Yeah, as a journalist, <laughs> I'm here to tell you that is absolute <laughs> bullshit. It's not going to... The, the journalist... DJ Booth is not going to be holding Warner accountable now. Like, treat your artists better. It's going to be Warner saying, hey, DJ Booth, shut up about how bad we treat our artists. Don't report badly on us anymore. Like, it's the complete opposite. It's harmful. In my opinion, but shout out DJ Booth. I mean, y'all's a great but, publication. But just because it's a, a joint venture, or just because they got, because a joint venture, like you, until, until you describe this, until you give a definition, all right, all right, for here joint we go, venture, man. Stop throwing it around. American here. businessman, joint venture. A joint venture is an agreement between two or more uh, parties, right, where they agree to come together for a project, contributing their own resources, right, because two is always better than one. And then off that project, they both make a profit, right? So DJ Boot and whatever the fucking company you just named, 
<laughs> it's the handshake emoji is the first picture that comes up. <laughs> they come together, right? So, um, they don't. They didn't necessarily because you said it was a joint venture, so they didn't necessarily get absorbed or bought out by. He said no, they no, got no, bought no, out. No, 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 no. They didn't get bought out. But, but even then, out. no, they had a joint venture. Sometime, no, no, they had a joint venture with the oh. label. They got bought. They bought the. They have a joint venture with the label Audio Mac, who's a streaming service originally. They worked with the label, and then now they just entirely bought out. Uh, Music public, but even within, like, yeah, risky. it's not that's necessarily risky. true that they have to change their practices, they can still maintain, like, like it might just be DJ Boot might just be profitable. Y'all know I'm no, not about to say that word, it might just make profit. You feel me? So they can I still have operate. I believe that DJ Booth will try to operate like they have been. Like, I have no doubt, like, DJ Booth seems like they're a good team. Like, I think they will keep trying to do it, but they don't have much control, they've been bought out. At the end of the day, what Audio Mac says goes. And if Audio Mac is in a joint venture with Warner, they're going to want to keep that business well. So, no bad, you're not going to hear any bad press out of DJ Booth about anything Warner related. And Warner is fucking a part of everything. So, you're not going to hear any bad press about anything. You'll just have to go to one of the other uh, gatekeepers, such as Pitchfork or Anthony Fantano, for your music reviews. Or. What you could yeah, do, pigeons and pigeons what you and planes got bought up by is you could come and listen to Unheard Podcast, the best podcast on the motherfucking planet, week in and week out, and get the most in-depth and unique <laughs> music reviews. Not a straight. Well, never mind. I'm gonna take that back because until we get bought Taj out, Taj Money is Cactus Jack and Vance. Well, he switches teams every Gimlet, week. Gimlet, please, Gimlet, please buy us out. <laughs> I want to be bought by Charlemagne. But yes. No, whoa. That's the nastiest thing. That's the nastiest shit that's ever come. I'm capping. I'm capping. But yeah, man. I don't care. This man said he wants to be bought by Charlamagne. That's such a nasty quote, bro. (laughs) We gotta get out. You gotta take that out. That's not gonna appear in the pot. Nah, it's got to literally there. Did y'all see six nine sixty nine giving out his fucking CDs on the streets of New York? I did not. Vance, stop lying, nigga. You always reporting what six nine is doing. Did you guys know that six nine left this house at three thirteen a.m. this morning? <laughs> nigga be watching. I don't even tweet about that man. Nigga be watching but, from uh, the control center in his crib, monitoring six nines every move. Was he in the street, like street street, or was he like, on the street, like on the, the sidewalk, security? like a nigga in a Walmart parking lot, uh, harassing you to give you his music uh, as you walk into the Walmart store in like 2011? Have you ever been accosted? I'm gonna use another big word: accost to um, abrasively. Ab- 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 um, um, approach. I'm struggling to put together a complex sentence. <laughs> uh, to abrasively. And trying to use alliteration. To abrasively approach, <laughs> or <laughs> to abrasively confront, um, about something. That that's what it cost me. So, have you ever been accosted by a rapper handing out his mixtape? You know what I'm talking about. Oh man. So what do you, what, what do, what's your point? Yeah, I just want to get a definition of flops. This. this is he loves to just bring up things help. and just never go in depth about it at all. 
Like, <laughs> just leave it to us. I don't think this is gonna sell him. I don't think this is gonna help him sell any albums, anything like that. I mean, that just goes to show you, man. Like, um, it's 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 clip. Like six nine's career is over, as we know it. Um, that that officially marks the end. Um, so yeah, I mean, he had a nice little run. What about two and a half years in the limelight? Maybe three, maybe three. So you know he had his run, but um, as always, it comes to this an man end. Giving six nine his flowers. Let's get the fuck <laughs> off this For podcast. Real. Rest bro. in peace. <laughs> Rest let's, in peace, six nine. Man, that's clip. But um, let's wrap it up, baby. Last words. Right, last let me words. Play my no last oh, words. Bet yeah. I have no last words. Nothing. Silence from chance. Good. Don't don't give All him right. a chance to get last words in. <laughs> I will. Uh, I'm gonna play my unheard artist. This is a producer from. Actually, I don't want to get this wrong, so I don't know where he's from. But he's in my camp with 4K. Great producer. Um, just dropped a single off his next album, Burgundy, coming in October. This is Will Cherry, definitely. I can feel my face when I'm with you, oh yeah. Trying to make my money in the booth, oh yeah. Maybe I can never tell a lie, oh yeah. My whole city said that I'm the truth, oh yeah. My whole city said that I'm on fire, oh yeah. To be honest, I cannot deny, oh yeah. I just want my young beast out of pie, oh yeah. This is all I want in my whole life, oh yeah. Podcast over, dog.